get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kylie. Right now, we are going out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line to be joined by our friend, one of the best Mizzou basketball players in the history of the program, now a college basketball color commentator over on ESPN. He's John Sunvold joining the show. Sonny, we appreciate the time as always, man. How you doing today? Big K, I'm doing great. Alex, how are you? I am. Uh, I'm in Baton Rouge, to be honest. So, just uh, heading to practice today. Oh, so very nice. Weather. Yeah, it's a little warmer down there, I would assume. <laughs> and you've got pretty great food, so life's good, right? Life is good. It is. Uh, what's my car say? 66 degrees outside. It doesn't uh, suck. I will go. I will go have some gumbo at lunch, and I should. I should be hitting some golf balls, but. I've got to go watch a couple practices, Arkansas and LSU. So you, you know, you you, you, so you live to fight another day. You, you'll play for the tie today. We'll, <laughs> just, we'll make it just work. Just take one of those sixes away from the current temperature where you're at, Sonny, and that's what we're sitting with here in <laughs> yeah, St. Louis. Hey, he saw it. He was here for <laughs> yeah. the for the bragging rights <laughs> game. Freeze out. Hey, hey, when I got up this mo- Friday morning and uh, drove out of St. Louis when it when they were saying 29 degrees below windshield, I thought, my goodness. <laughs> why, did, why have I chosen to live in the state of Missouri? But hey, that's always been my choice. At least, at least you got to see a good basketball game, and that's where I want to start with you. Is that bragging rights game? I, I I thought Mizzou had a chance in this one. I I I mean, you looked at the Vegas line; it was like three points in favor of Illinois. The matchup was certainly better than the KU matchup was for the Tigers. I did not see that coming, though. Nothing of the sort. What did you make of Mizzou just putting it on Illinois? And really, from about the six, seven minute mark of that game on, it was never really even a contest. Yeah, maybe, uh, you know what, maybe it's a combination that, that Missouri played perfectly, right? They made every kind of shot. Uh, I, I said it on the air that it seemed like there were seven guys playing defense, that, that Illinois could not do a thing offensively. And as, and as well as Missouri played, I can't imagine Illinois playing any worse than that the rest of the year. Uh, they stood around on offense. They didn't guard on defense. A couple of their guys acted like they didn't know the scouting reports of some of the Mizzou players. So, you know, with that combination, gosh, it was a fun night for Mizzou fans. I mean, there's no doubt the Illini people, have, you know, are left wondering, are we, are we capable after beating a UCLA and a Texas or when you get throttled by Mizzou, are they that bad? Well, obviously we all, you know, they're somewhere in between. But I think Illinois has more issues probably than Missouri as far as uh, getting getting themselves straightened out. 
So, John, I, I saw something earlier today that, that had Mizzou as the seventh best offense, according to Ken Palm. And, you know, as a Mizzou fan of recency, you always look at it and you say, like, OK, is this a real thing once you get into SEC play? But from what you've seen them perform this season, is this a real thing, this offense we're seeing from the Tigers? Well, we hope so. I, I think and everybody knows the schedule was easy. Um and then the Illinois game kind of throws a wrench in it because really Missouri scored, and I'm, I'm going to probably miss the number, 67 points against Kansas and 68 against Central Florida. Mm-hmm. I, think when, I think when you get in conference play, the numbers aren't going to be as high. Uh, most of these teams defensively get after you. You've got bigger opponents. I think what, we're, what you want to figure out is on the efficiency of it may not be scoring 85 or 90 points, but can you get the shots you want? Can you get the guys? Because once you get in the league play, everybody knows you now. There's no secrets to who the, the new Missouri transfers are. There's no secret tonight when I'm doing LSU. They got all these transfers, too, because they have a new coach. I, I think where your efficiency comes in is can you handle the basketball without making mistakes, and can you get shots for your best shooters? And all these coaches are very good in this league or any of the big Power 5 leagues. And they take away what you like to do. Um, that was maybe the surprise against Illinois. Illinois didn't take anything away that Mizzou wanted to do. But I, I don't look at the Mizzou team being a team that's going to score 85 to 90 all the time. But they get a lot of stuff from their defense because they're active. They get a lot of steals. Uh, if they can maintain that and turn other teams over, yeah, then you've got a chance for more high production. If, you, if they don't get turnovers from the other team, then you're back into you know grinding out 68, 67, which again a lot of conference games become. John Sunvold is our guest here on 101 ESPN for another few minutes. Appreciate him taking the time as always. You'll see him tonight on the call for Arkansas versus LSU. He does color commentary for ESPN. Uh, John, I I want to take kind of a big picture look at Dennis Gates, if you don't mind. I know it's super early to do this, but. He inherited a program where, I, full disclosure, I really liked Conzo Martin personally, and I rooted like hell for him to work out at Mizzou. It just it didn't, and it was time for a change, and that's when you bring in Dennis Gates. I liked the hire. I'm not sure I was as high on it as a lot of basketball people were, though. From where you were, the moment that you found out, all right, Dennis Gates is going to be the guy, to where you are today, what has that process been like for you as you found out more and more about who Dennis Gates is and what kind of basketball team he wants to develop? Uh, well, I'll be honest too. I am uh, I'm kind of a guy that I'm a wait and see guy. So maybe I'm a true show me state kind of person. <laughs> I, I I I love Conzo. Uh, obviously, if you don't recruit the, the level of talent you need, it's going to be hard to win, right? So I think that was the the biggest issue there. Uh, when they hired Dennis Gates, I knew who he was. He's been in basketball a long time, and he's well thought of everywhere he's been. I think always the challenge when you see the guys that come from a mid-major program will be recruiting. Well, he was at Florida State and was known as a great recruiter. CY is assistant. Charlton Young, the assistant coach that he brought along from Florida State, is a great recruiter. So I I think when I look at the program and and you want to know how do the guys that come in the first year set the tone for what the program's about. And when you bring your own guys from Cleveland State, and I have a guy tonight at LSU, Matt McMahon, who came from Murray State and brought three players from Murray State. Now, they're all very good. Uh, now, are they elite-level SEC good? We don't know that. Same with Mizzou. But I think what a coach does now with the transfer portal, at least you can bring people how you coach and you can set the tone 
of how you want to coach and what kind of players you want to elevate above the guys that you brought from the mid-major school. But I think it's much easier for coaches now when they come in. Yes, you lose some guys that previously could have stayed when the coach gets fired. But I, I was, like anybody, thinking, okay, what will the first year be? I saw the schedule. I kind of hunched they might be 9-3 and three or 10-2 and two at this point. And I think the, the, the big hope and the big change was that Illinois game. All of a sudden, you look at it and go, well, maybe there's something here that's a little more special than we thought. But time will tell. I think Dennis Gates is going to do great at Mizzou. I think he uh, bought, he, he likes the history. He's, he's reached out to former players uh, from all generations at Mizzou. And I just think he's a, he's a good guy. He's in the right spots to be able to develop and build a culture and build a program. And I think I, I can speak for Mizzou fans because I'm one. You would like your team uh, year in, year out uh, to be a top 20, top 25 competitive program and i think when you get that you're gonna have some of those years when you land a kid that's going to be in the nba maybe maybe your top 10 team or top five and if you can build that then all of a sudden you've got sellout crowds every night at mizzou arena and you've got the state of missouri excited final question that i've got for you and we, we always appreciate the time from john sunvolt here on 101 espn mizzou is playing against kentucky tonight and this is a big one kentucky and ken palm is a top 10 team by the ratings they're they're right up there as well uh, it's a scheduling quirk i understand that but you know how we get with some of these things and i th- I find it really interesting if mizzou were to win this game it would be the first time that they would win back-to-back top 25 games in 20 years john it, what wow. do you think the tigers need to do in order to win this game against Kentucky? Because this is a, a game where they'll see a little bit more size than what they saw at times in that game against Illinois. Yeah, totally opposite Illinois. Kentucky's big and they're long. Now, where Kentucky has struggled, and I've had them a couple times, offensively they're stagnant. Now, they've had a few days to maybe work that out, but they've been very stagnant offensively. Uh, you're going to see elite athletes in Kentucky. They're long. Obviously, Shebway was the player of the year a year ago. He's big, he's strong. Missouri's got to do what they do. They've got to scramble it up defensively. They've got to be crazy, whether it's man or zone, be active with their hands, try to get Kentucky frustrated. And I think from a fan standpoint, you hope Kentucky doesn't shoot the ball well. They've struggled some games shooting it. They do have some good shooters. Uh, If they shoot it well, then Missouri's in trouble because then that allows the inside guys to have more freedom. But if, if When you're watching that game, if Kentucky misses a few jump shots, they have had problems with consistency on the offensive end. And if that happens, then I think Mizzou's got a shot. And then, you know what, then that home crowd takes over. It might be kind of fun. John, appreciate the time as always, man. Thank you so much for hopping on with us today. As a fellow Blue Springs guy that ended up at Mizzou, we wish you all the best, and we'll talk with you again soon. Thanks, guys. Say hey, Happy New Year.